0: This is the Timothy Project podcast. We exist to equip and encourage pastors, missionaries, and ministry leaders. My name is Chad Hunsberger, and with me again today is Drew Baum. Drew, how are you doing?
1: Doing great, Chad. How are
0: you? Excellent, excellent. All is well. Um, no, I, uh, I... If you if you were listening to the most recent podcast, we shared some of what you do. You kind of wear lots of hats here at Colonial Heights. Um, But one of the things that you help coordinate for us um, is kind of a ministry of prayer. And that encompasses lots of different things. And um, we were talking on the last podcast about outreach and some of the things with that and how any church can do these, these things. They don't have to have a budget. I would say that the things we're about to talk about All of them are very free and uh, are also told to us to do. Like, this is something we are told to do in Scripture. That's right. Call out to God, ask of Him. And so, we're going to talk about some ways we do that, that uh, kind of structurally. But, uh, yeah, just thought it would be good to have some insight on what a a prayer ministry here at Colonial Lights looks like. Uh, So, we do a few things. Tell us some of... What or how do we do here?
1: So one of the things that we do, I would say, first thing would be daily. Yeah, uh, is we have a, a prayer warriors group, and so we have people in our congregation um, that have said they're willing to pray daily mm-hmm. for the concerns of the church, um, and so we take in prayer requests, um, and and that could be anything from you know the uncle that's going through a cancer cancer battle, or also we put people in our congregation that are in the hospital. That's mm-hmm. at the top, sure. so they know that they're in the hospital. Um, so it is kind of a way we also communicate to the church Deaths and births and yeah. that kind of thing um,
0: And basically anybody in the church can say I want to be a part of that list right. they get an email that's at the right. end of every work day uh, One of our, yeah. like our Receptionists, right. who is often the ones Receiving some of those calls That's right. Uh, puts that on the and list And we try and...
1: to, if there's no changes We don't bombard people with email every day So mm-hmm. if there's no changes, we'll keep it from the day before um, And we highlight things in bold So they know what's different from each day sure. Just That's one thing to keep to try to keep in mind when you send something to someone every single day. Um, we also put a spot on there for people that are on mission. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we have a way that, especially the ones that are not in a closed country, we can mm-hmm. add updates to what's going on with that yep. missionary. It's also a way to remind the church to pray for yep. those missionaries.
0: We put on there those that are families that are adopting that are that are or are in a process or those so kind, it's of a
1: kind of things. It's a way to update. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about, you know, taking care of our own, yeah. and it's a way that you can keep everybody in the loop of what's going on. Um, hopefully not as a gossip way, but to yeah. truly pray, you know, yeah. take time to pray for those people. Yeah, sure.
0: On that list, you also have uh, pro what we call proactive prayers. Um, proactive meaning that we are praying for these people, not because there is a problem, but because we want to ask God that there won't be problems. Right. We'll give them wisdom or protection or healing or whatever they need for that day. So that is about 10 15 for, families for our
1: church we make it down to 10 families a week uh-huh. uh, during our staff meetings we um, talk about those families and there's also a way for us to say hey you know I haven't talked to them mm-hmm. or heard from them in a long time uh, and so we divide up whose turn it is they call those people or yeah. text them or email them let them know hey this was your guys were we were praying for you this mm-hmm. week uh, hope everything is going okay let us know if it's not let us know if you got things going on it's interesting, you know, I have talked multiple times about this. We we just use our roster and just went down alphabetically. And so we have mm-hmm. these 10 families this weekend on and on throughout the year. But how many times the week that it was that family, we find out something was going on. And yeah. It's like the Lord knew, you know, because yep. he does. And so we we find out that they need, for sure, needed extra prayer that week. And yep. so it's kind of neat how the Lord works so that out. So it's
0: both. So there's, there's two parts to it. That goes on the daily list. So people in the church are praying for each other. It also comes to the staff as a list. Um, If you are a a pastor of a church who has no staff, and you think, well, I don't have a staff to hand that out to, that could also go to your deacons and your deacons meeting once a month. You could divide the church up in that sense and say, okay, we're just going to call out these names. Uh, And so Billy and Donna Smith and, you know, Drew and Shelly Baum and Chad and Gloria Hunsberger. We're going through these. And so in that, somebody oftentimes raises their hand and says, uh, oh, by the way, uh, y'all be praying for them. Uh, they're, they're having a job change. Or maybe yeah. we don't know that. Yeah. But what we do is not only is are all of those families prayed for by name, but we also, as you're saying, somebody is assigned to contact each one of those each week. That's right. So that here here's another thing that that helps with. I know this one's about prayer ministry. But then sometimes when we realize wait a second, we haven't seen that person since the last time their name was on this list right. a year ago or 6 months ago or whatever. And so we look at and it causes us to be able to call and say, "Hey, how are you? Like we literally just prayed for you as a deacon body or as a staff or elders or whatever. And so we want to call you and say, "How are you doing? Is there anything we can pray for you about?" Uh, No, by the way, I go to another church That's right Oh, okay, well then, man We're so glad you're at another church Praise God for your involvement there We're going to take you off our roll here Because we we just didn't know that Oh, okay Uh, Or it's, oh wow You know, I've been taking care of my mom uh, And so I haven't been able to be there Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been, you know Doing whatever I've had to do over the last six months and, and haven't been, or I've been sick myself and couldn't be there. Thanks for checking in on me. We've had plenty of those kind of responses. So, you might
1: get an email back. You find out, oh, that's not their email address anymore. That's you right. might get a, the phone numbers disconnected. And All then we, those things. And then we mail, and then if the card comes back, oh, now they've moved. Yeah. You, know, you get to. So, hopefully, pro- you know that ahead of time. Yeah. You, but sure. sometimes they people slip through the cracks and you yeah. don't see them for a while and nobody knows.
0: So, proactive prayers is a part of that. Yep. Um, we have tried a couple different things. We've tried some early morning prayer times once a week. We've tried uh lunchtime once a month. Um, those aren't have not been highly attended times that we do. Um, but it is at least say to the church we care about prayer, we believe in it. Um there are some some of you have a that are listening have a Wednesday night prayer meeting that really truly is walking through a prayer list, praying through names, praying through circumstances and situations. Um, we we have added this uh, in regards to daily. We have a daily Bible reading plan. And with that, we also have a weekly country that we pray for. All of our life groups pray for that country. All of our kids, students, they all take time to pray for that country, um, learn about it, just even with the little snippets, and because we want uh, to cultivate in our people a heart for the nation, so we, yeah, we ask them it, to it pray. Definitely, in that
1: way. is it unfortunately definitely is a struggle. Most people, if you ask, most believers, if you ask, hey, what are some areas that you could improve on? They'll say, I need to improve my prayer life. I mm-hmm. need to pray more than mm-hmm. what I do. And so, I, it's one of those things that you are going to have to constantly put in front of your church and talk about constantly, because we do. And, we're not intentionally as believers saying, okay, God, I got this for today, but in a roundabout way, that's what we're doing. When we neglect time with him and we don't spend time talking to him, we're basically saying, I'm, I'm fine today. Yeah. And we will wait till the crisis happens and then, yeah. oh, now we need to pray. And so it's it's definitely a, a struggle. And I think it's just human nature. That's our, our fallen nature that we, we need that reminder. Yeah. And so we need ways to, to figure that out. And I do, we do as a staff look for, like you said, different time slots, different mm-hmm. ways. Um, one of the things that we're going to talk about is is nights of prayer. And so we can do those to try to get the church involved and engaged.
0: Yeah, so something we do um, periodically, I'd say, maybe quarterly. uh, It's not necessarily like the fifth Sunday or whatever, but just periodically. We take time uh, on a Sunday evening. Our gathering is a night of prayer. And so it is typically kind of interwoven with music. There'll be a song, and then we'll... Take a couple moment, moments to pray, and then another song, and then we'll pray some more. And what those often look like is we will say, uh, we will focus on a topic. Um, so, one coming up in November, we're going to pray for orphans um, and pray for those that are adopting and caring for orphans in different ways. And so, we might have different categories within praying for orphans, but we would say, okay, break up into groups of uh, three or four. And pray out loud together in that group of three or four. It might just be your family. It might be people you're sitting around, and then have somebody kind of wrap up that section out loud uh, with prayer. Sometimes we'll pray uh, for the nations. We've done that. We will pray for uh, local ministries. We will this uh, just a, this past week. Uh, our elders led a time of prayer for our staff. So the staff. Uh, didn't lead out in any of those prayers. It was just our elders that did that. So you might use deacons or elders or whatever that would look like. Um, I think
1: you, it's helpful too when we give them the prompts. Mm-hmm. And then that's you're actually helping lead your congregation. Right. And these are the things. But what you notice if we when we participate in those and if you're out in the congregation you start listening, mm-hmm. it starts getting the the mind flowing and yep. the Holy Spirit's working through them and they're oh yeah I'm praying. and you see people more getting engaged to that. Another thing I, I love about that is they their their children that's right that are age. That's what I was about to say. For, they get them involved too. And it mean, it's a sweet time to hear them yeah engage in pray. And
0: many of them, those kids, they are like we we write on the screen or in a handout, um so it'll say something like um, pray for um yeah, pray for this staff member, right? And then under it, it might say, ask God to give them wisdom as they seek to lead in these ways. So then when, when a child who is still learning or maybe even an adult who hasn't done this much, they can literally just read that sentence. That's right. Dear God, please be with Pastor Chad. Give him wisdom. Help him have devoted time to study God's word. Like, and so like when my five-year-old prays that, like, that's that's a sweet, them learning prayer. When my sixth grader prays a prayer like that and it maybe expands on it a little bit more, uh, they're, they're learning to pray in that way. So it, it is a teaching component as well as a really calling out to the Lord. That's right. Some, One of the things
1: I would say is a good way to encourage the congregation to pray is talk about answered prayer. Mm-hmm. One of the things we do here, we call it a family meeting. Maybe you would call it a business meeting at your church, but we try to make it where it's about things that are going on, what has happened in that past yep. quarter, not just budget and business stuff, but we've, we've done like um, family stories where they've mm-hmm. shared what's going on in their life. And it's a way that you put back in front of your congregation. They went through this struggle. This is how the Lord brought them through it. This is how this prayer was answered. And so I think that helps culture or cultivate a culture of prayer yeah. by reminding people the things that God has answered in prayer. That's, right.
0: That's good. That's good. Anything else to add about prayer ministry? I guess so. Okay. Well, I hope this has been helpful for you and beneficial for your ministry. If you think so, please review, rate this, and even share it on your social media. Thanks for listening.